Hey, Hi. I'm uh, I'm John. I'm Travis. And this is Mean Girls Interrupted. John, what is this? It's a movie review podcast. Oh, and um, where? Yeah, where can the people find us? Uh, you can find us wherever you listen to podcasts, but uh, more easily, uh, Apple Podcasts, where you can uh, follow, rate, review. Uh, make sure make sure you search in the search bar for. Um, uh, mean Girls Interrupted, and then follow our podcast. And, um, and definitely rate and review. Yes, obviously rate and review. Oh, we should say this up top. Sorry, everyone, we weren't here last week. You know how everyone lives lives? Well, sometimes people's lives, they have, are lived. They have, they're lived. <laughs> and sometimes there's bumps in the road, things that you yeah. can't help. Tragic yeah, things, things that, just that you happen. can't help. <laughs> and so sometimes you're not going to get an episode from us because we also live just we like live, you. We laugh, and we love. We live, laugh, limp biscuit. Um, yes. That's well. what we do. <laughs> so, <laughs> But welcome to the show, and uh, we are reviewing uh, the hit. Wait, wait, wait. What episode is oh. this? 50. Everyone, this is our 50th episode. And oh, we are only getting one episode this week. We just don't have the energy at this moment. Yeah, we just turned 50. We are over the hill and we're tired. Our podcast is now 50 episodes in and we wanted to do something super special. 50 episodes and deep. Super gay, which even though it's yeah. really not gay, it does cover a gay icon. And her name is John. What is her name? Probably the newest gay icon who is a, a doll named Megan. We're doing Megan, everyone. And she's doing us dirty. She, she's doing us in. She's doing us uh, in, John. Because <laughs> she's got plans. She's got uh, mans. She ain't got mans. no mans. She don't need no she's mans. Got, she's got hands. She has hands, dude. They're made and of she's titanium. Got of, yes. And she's got lots of fans. She has tons of fans. John, you and I were talking about this, and I believe, I don't remember when, but we were talking about how, um, uh, what was it, not just the advertising, but like the promotion. The marketing. The promotional marketing for this movie was fucking genius. Like they should have an Oscar for marketing. Genius marketing. The fact that they had a bunch of Megans all over mm -hmm. in different places. On the baseball yeah. field, dancing like the iconic Megan dance. Before it even dropped. John, Before it even was released, there was, it was already a sensation and people were dressing up like her. They truly were like, Megan, they said this. You want this movie to be popular? Channel the gays. Yeah, gay bait the fuck out and of the, it. And it worked. It, yeah. it not just worked, John, it twerked. Um, and it, <laughs> it twerked its way all the way to the box office. Listen, I'm telling you what, the fact that they had, they created the Twitter account and whoever was running it and getting in arguments with Chucky and Annabelle was amazing. Yeah, that's insane. And this does, this does, it's a, that's a good point, Travis, because we, uh, don't often get a new creepy doll icon. Um, it, I, I don't know if it started with Chucky, but for me, it started with Chucky. John, Child's Play was it. I remember yeah. my grandmother yeah. recording Child's Play for me when I was yeah. young. Yeah. Um, for, yeah, I, yeah, we did. I did watch that because it was like 
we also had the My Buddy doll, John, which I think it was yeah, kind of based on. It yeah. was. That was my first horror movie. I'm not joking. Child's Play was my first horror movie. I'll never forget it. Yeah, it like appeals to the children. And uh, and so in a similar way, like Annabelle did, too. Like it's an adult movie, but because it features a doll, like ki- like kids are exposed to horror now. Which is so um, weird, though, because, John, I never watched Annabelle. And you want to know why? Because she's a busted looking bitch. You know, at least <laughs> Megan, Megan's put together. Megan is a fashion icon. Megan is put together. Annabelle is some dusty doll on the back of the bedroom. Yeah. Megan brings like a silhouette in her appearance. Yes, she does. She uh, listen. She brings pussy bow. Yeah, she's got pussy bow. She brings a line. She brings a line dresses for days. Yeah, she's wearing Mary chains. (laughs) (laughs) And she's got extensions that are just like a little like, yeah, John, the highlights. I'm here for the highlights. Right. It was a great, uh, great wig. She looked fantastic. Yeah, like, I don't know who her stylist was, but it definitely wasn't those, uh, like, coding robotic, robotic engineer scientists. Listen, people. I lived for her aesthetic. I'm here yeah. for it. She is a waspy. She's a, she grew up, she grew up uh, in the northeast of the United States. Uh, right. Her, her mother's oh. a waspy bitch. And she grew waspy up r- riding horses and around them. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, I do get equestrian vibes yes, from her. Like very. I, I can see her being very um, skilled at horseback riding. Yes, very, very much so. Yes, and I can also see her maybe. Um, also, she's not afraid to get her hands dirty, like working in a butcher shop. No, honestly, she's very. She's a very well-rounded gal. She gives Veruca salt a little bit. She does give Veruca salt. Also, a gay like icon, a- by the way. Very much so. If we, Was if she you're based sassy, off Veruca Salt? If you're sassy and cold, then yeah. <laughs> so Veruca Salt, who was played by um, Firuza Balk, if I'm not mistaken. Or was it Firuza Balk? Who was I don't in? Think so. No, no, I'm so sorry. Firuza Balk was in um, the, Return to the Return to Oz. Right, right. With as a child. Iconic movie. Cult classic. Yeah. Watch yes, that movie. It, yeah, an um, an unsung gem. Yeah, I don't know who played. Uh, I don't know who played. Oh, it's Brian Safdie's muse and unsung gem. Listen, for all of you out there, I actually stand. I'm here. I love uh-huh. Julia Fox. Julia Fox stan and stan podcast. I actually am obsessed with her. Um, it yeah. didn't. It took me a minute, but the more I, I watched she, I her, I think she definitely uh, gets high too much in public i am perfectly fine with that listen her character to me she is the perfect celebrity why why is she the perfect celebrity john because she gives us everything we want entertainment i'm tired of these boring ass as um as doja cat would say lemon water bitches (laughs) you lemon water hoes out here they're so boring Give, yeah, they're they're very like cagey and give like, me entertainment. Like, like they give you the the public facing version of what they want you to see. Yeah, because their PR is like, don't get yourself in trouble. <laughs> Julia's like, honestly, I'm a mess. Welcome she's to my world. Trouble. John, she's a wreck, and I love it. Yeah, she's like, oh my areolas are out. I'm sorry. <laughs> but anyway, Oops. we're not talking about Julia Fox, although her and Megan could be sisters. Megan Fox, we're talking about Megan. I also love and her. And Julia. 
this is a whole crossover. Yeah, it should be. So in Megan 2.0, which has been announced. Wait, are you um, kidding? Uh, no. There's like going to be another Megan. Yeah, they just like announced it. They're like, we're doing wait, it. Wait, 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 wait. I have an idea of why, too. And I know how and where it's going to come from. The stolen files. We'll get there. Ooh. It's the stolen files. There's no other way. Yeah. How else could there be a sequel? Well, also, um, you remember exactly how it ended, right? Yeah, I do. I remember exactly how it ended. Yeah. You, oh, are she's we like saying that she transferred her fucking ass? I think she's in the cloud. Girl. Why wouldn't why wouldn't an AI be in the cloud? Honestly, it makes sense. Yeah, she's like bodies. I don't need bodies. Oh, like, by the way, everyone, we spoil spoil alert. Spoiler alert. We do spoil all of these movies. Everything we do. It's not just a review. It is a mm, it's a retelling. It's a, it's, a, it's a chat. Yes, it's a retelling. Yes. And oh, if you haven't I'm seen so it sorry. yet, you can watch it right now, like basically anywhere and everywhere. Yeah. I believe it's still in theaters and also on like every streaming platform for money. But it's early access, so you have to pay. Since it is still yeah. in theaters, you're going to basically have to pay the price of two tickets to watch it on a yeah. tablet. And speaking of box office, this thing raked in $82.2 million. Which is amazing because it was made off of 12 that's crazy. Twelve million dollars is what yeah. this movie that's was. Like, that's the Blumhouse model, though. You know what John, I mean? They They're very good so at what they do. Much money. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh, people were very excited about this movie. I do not blame them. I wanted so badly to go the, to go to this in the theater. I wanted the movie theater experience. Yeah. Well, just to get into like the specs of it all, it is PG thirteen. So unfortunately, Wait, it's, it is. John, I thought this movie was yeah. rated R. No. What? And it, it shows, in my opinion. Wait, okay, that is why we got the cutaways. Yeah. Was this movie supposed to be R? No, they go, they go PG-13, so more people will see it. No, they need to quit that. Who gives a shit? Yeah. Make it R. Yeah, I know. I know. It's my chief complaint all the time. Okay, you know what? That actually, John... I, there probably is like an R-rated extended version out there, but they were probably like, we have to cut this to make it PG-13. I'm not joking. I truly thought yeah. I was watching a rated R movie, and I was like, this isn't very gory. I said, that's yeah. fine, because maybe it's just about Megan. And then... Yeah, I thought that was a problem, but we'll get into that later. Wait. All right. Yeah. Are you suddenly disappointed? <laughs> I can see the. I can see your crest falling. I'm a little upset now that I know yeah. we're getting a sequel that's going to be PG-13 because I was thinking yeah. they could ramp up the violence. Yeah, it's always going to be PG-13. This is a cash cow moneymaker movie, uh, but it's, it is a horror film and it's directed by Gerard John Stone. Um, yeah, I don't know who that is. <laughs> um, oh, they're like sort of a new or um, yeah. They did a movie called Housebound. I didn't watch. I don't know, what, I don't that know what that is either. Never heard of it. Don't. I don't get it. Um, so, uh, yeah. And it, it was written by Akila Cooper, who is in the James. It's also done by Atomic Monster and apparently Blumhouse and Atomic Monster. James Wan's Atomic Monster production banner. They are merging together. Oh. So the two big horror houses are going to be one. Um, and Akila Cooper wrote Malignant, which I did not abide by. I didn't watch it. 
don't. I thought about watching it. I really loved the um, promotional art for it. I thought that was incredible. I was like, I would watch it just based off the promo art. Yeah. But I didn't watch it anyway. It was the, one of the silliest. Um, also, like, tonally off horror movies I've ever seen in my life. Oh. Like, at some points, I was like, are we on, like, a crime scene investigator set? Like, a CSI Miami set? Like, what is this? Oh, weird. Yeah. Weird. Okay. <laughs> I'm not going to anyway. watch it. Uh, yeah, you, you can skip it, everyone at home. Sorry. <laughs> out, um, out of 10, what would you give it, John? Oh, oh, definitely. I didn't finish it. Oh, so zero. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I turned it off and I was like, this is wasting my time. I've only walked out uh, of one movie and that was Dark Water. The worst movie I've ever watched, uh, probably. But also the um, hated the, the original version I'm that sure. it's based on is really, really good. I'm sure it is. But guess what? Those American remakes, they do not do justice. I would have to argue the ring. The ring was amazing. OK, there are yeah. exceptions to this, but yes, dark water was a massive piece of shit. Yeah, definitely. I yes. walked out of the theater. I've never uh, left a theater. I said, you know what? I will never watch a Jennifer Connelly movie ever again. No, and I love Jennifer Connelly. And I was like, girl, what yeah. is this mess? It's like, stop torturing yourself, Jennifer Connelly. First with the double-sided dildo, and now this. Girl, she, I feel like she's trying to atone for her quote-unquote sins <laughs> yeah. from the double-sided dildo, which, girl, you could have done anything after that. Chloe Seveny yeah. blew somebody's dick in a movie, and she still exists out here. It's okay. Yeah. It's like you can, you can just embrace it. She was in the brown bunny. Chloe Seveny was in the brown bunny, given a full blow job to are her. you sure that wasn't a prosthetic no it was real and that was her boyfriend at the time the guy who wrote and directed it she was literally filleting him oh wow it was a Good for it her. was a real peen and it caused a huge amount of controversy obviously because she was hollywood's yeah. it girl there for a minute right but she was just kind of like but then she it. did brown um, bunny and she's thinking that hey this could be great and that's so her boyfriend slash director at the time was like you should blow me on this and she blew him and there she's was like, cool she said like roll the camera girl i have no issue with that <laughs> like do whatever you want but guess what it was out yeah, of time like that really don't phase me as like a a shocking thing no i don't be a prude who cares yeah who cares i don't care um so megan 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 is there's the, no sex movie in megan. we're talking about no <laughs> it's not because it's about a little girl's doll and um, that would be weird. I mean, um, listen, Chucky, <coughs> let's talk. Like, come on. But this is also, a, I realized Megan's PG-13. Chucky has sex. They have a baby. It does, doesn't it? Yes. Ew. Uh, Chucky has a baby. <coughs> with, like, yeah. come on. Like, <laughs> with Jennifer Tilly's voice. Yes, with her voice. <laughs> <laughs> Um, uh, also side note, the Chucky series on like the sci-fi channel, good? because is a, I hear it's apparently it's really I hear it's good. great. And Jennifer Tilly is like yes, nominated for, isn't her sister like, in it? I think so. I believe her sister's <laughs> in it too. Listen to Jennifer us. Tilly seems so cool. She really, truly does. Yeah. She's the weirdest. Okay. As far as celebrity goes, it's the weirdest thing. She pops up and she's kind of only existed in Chucky universe. <laughs> right and but i liked her in her in her like her kind of like straight actory roles like she was in some like pretty like prestigious project uh projects and like earlier in her career like she was like legit actoring 
And uh, so she found her niche. Like, that's for sure. People love her. Yeah. And I, I, I liked her in Bound. I didn't watch Bound. Bound was like the inaugural uh, Wachowski sisters um, movie that they made before the Matrix. Matrix. Probably what put them on the map. I'm going to have to. Oh, for sure. I'm for sure. I'm going to have to watch it then. It's good. Okay. She's in a steamy, uh, a steamy romance affair with um with the lady i'm here for that and um and they do crimes good i love that a lesbian thelma and louise fucking bring it work oh did you see amanda seyfried is uh yeah. or seyfried is doing the thelma and louise you musical actually with emailed the... me the link and we had just talked about it right i said right, i right. would love a thelma and louise musical if they're gonna remake it and three days later you sent me a link you said, did you know this was happening? And I was like, absolutely not. But I'm here for those. We we um, we put it. We manifested it. So good. You're welcome. You guys are welcome. You're getting a Thelma and Louise <laughs> musical. Back uh, to yeah. Megan. Megan. Wow. How did we get so far off? <laughs> so We didn't because Megan is a doll and uh, she is designed by Gemma, played by the uh Unfortunately, wooden Allison Williams. <laughs> What's so weird to me is like <laughs> Allison Williams is kind of like the scream queen. Is she? They keep putting her in horror movies, but she's no mm. Mia Goth. No. And I'm waiting for them to put Mia Goth next to Allison Williams in a movie. Oh, do you want that? Uh, yeah, I do actually. Oh, okay. Nice. I just want to see a comparison. Um, I don't think that would ever happen because it would be putting like too much um, pressure on Allison. Yeah. <laughs> and it would be it would be like uh, having uh, Meryl Streep act alongside. Um, uh, what's a good one? What's a good a salary? A, good, a piece of salary, uh, a piece of sal- <laughs> a, a, a two by four wo- piece of oak plank from Ed, Ed and Eddie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I don't think that would be a good pairing. The thing is, is I don't think well Allison Williams is a bad actor. I just think that huh. they keep putting her. In, no. Did you watch Girls? I liked her in Girls. Um, girls was good because I feel like that's maybe more alongside her actual personality. I thought she was great in Girls and I liked her in Get Out. I really did. I liked her. I liked her in Get Out, too. But it also plays to her strength, which is like stoic and cold because she was good like she's good in that and this one was like like she played a a stone cold sociopath yeah and i feel like that might be close to her personality i don't know (laughs) i've never met her i don't i haven't met her either i don't want to assume anything but i didn't mind her in this movie i know you have your reservations but i truly didn't didn't mind her but there were moments where i was like what what is going on here listen can i okay can I tell you this? You just said that her personality is kind of this cold. If anyone's going to play this role and you think that it's based off of her personality, her, because. Right. Because that's a part of her character journey. Yes, she truly. She can't be around children. She's obsessed with work. Um, yes. She has next to no personality. Which yeah. I think you think she might in real life. I don't think that was acting, but they like play that up in her character. Which is for me, I was like, I don't mind Allison Williams being in this. 
Right. Like, yeah. Because the setup in this story is we're going to abridge the hell out of But it could have been anyone in this role. I'm not going to lie. Could've it could have been anyone. So, yeah. You, but could. she is an executive producer on this movie. So, good for her, though, because out. guess what? Yeah. I'm here for it. Sure. She is in the business of movies and she did the business in this movie. John, when this movie starts, this movie starts with truly one of my favorite introductions to a movie, which is a a commercial for a toy about a dog being dead. And then you get a toy (laughs) that will outlive you. I was like, what is happening? It's it's like a crazy AI Furby um, uh, made by a company called Funky, which actually sounds like a real <laughs> that sounds like a real toy company. So kudos it to does. them because I was like, girl, is that, is that, does that exist? I know. Right. But, and, um, so, and it shows, uh, uh one of the owners, it, like fades into one of the owners of one of these fun keys is Violet McGraw. Uh, sorry, Katie played by Violet McGraw. And, uh, <laughs> Violet McGraw has like star quality, by the way. Oh, sure. 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 Yeah. Sure. Yeah, so she's riding the back of a car, and her parents immediately die, and you see it coming a mile away. Wait, okay, so Violet McGraw is the little girl. Yeah. John, she was so good in this movie. I wanted to tell you, she and Megan together, this movie couldn't have worked without them. The actress uh, no. who played Megan, the little girl who was under the mask and the and the girl who played um, whatever her face is. What's her name? Um, her character's name. Uh, anyway, should we just uh, call her Violet? Because that's a hot name. I mean, I know she's uh, kept, oh, but I love the name Violet. Katie. You're turning Violet, Violet. Yeah, we're doing all kinds of Willy Wonka references today. That is a cool name, uh, though. I think Violet truly is a cool name. Yeah, let me see who plays Megan. Sorry. Uh, oh, so the voice of Megan is is not a child. No, but there's a child pl- playing. Voiced by Jenna Davis. So the unsung hero of Megan is Jenna Davis. Jenna Davis work. I don't know what she's in. She probably does like Dairy Queen commercials. Like she's a voiceover <laughs> in Dairy Queen commercials. All <laughs> <know>, right. <laughs> um, uh, so our... Amy Donald is the is the girl uh, under in the prosthetics of of Megan. OK, yeah. And uh, she does a great job. Honestly, with those movements. yeah. Wild. Wild. So, oh, synopsis. We have to synopsize this. Oh, right. We're so going to anyway. do an abridged version and then we can break down what we liked and what we didn't like. Yeah. So Violet Katie's all like uh, my parents are dead. And from this car accident that she was in. And uh, so she goes under the guardianship of her next of kin, which is her mother's sister, yep. estranged sister, who is is a brilliant robotic engineer working for the toy company Funky. And uh, she is working on this uh, super secret project of uh, trying to make this Megan doll work. Uh, to be like a self-learning AI based uh, companion to children and it'll like revolutionize toys and everything. And um, uh, she's working on it super secretly with uh, Brian Jordan Alvarez. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. Is not funny in this movie. I don't recognize him. 
He does like he does all that like the Marnie thing like this. Sign up for my class. Oh. <laughs> okay. He's like a viral person. Okay. Okay. And uh, no, he is uh, not funny. He's not funny in this movie, and I was expecting. I was rooting for her. No, it's okay. Um, Sometimes, anyway, you're all. I was let down. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and her other scientist person, they're secretly doing this, and then the boss like storms in there he's such an asshole and he's like hey what are you doing spending all this company's money on this crazy project that's a failure anyway and um yeah and then so she gets this call that her sister has died and uh she has so she signs the guardianship papers and becomes the guardian of katie and um katie she takes katie home and she's just kind of like hey like i don't have any toys here i know i work for a toy company but it's like you know i'm not like into children at all and i don't really know what to do with you she's so like, you just like hang out here while i go to work bro, she gives her like a stick and two paper clips she's like fucking work it out she's like have fun figure it out you're a child sorry your parents are dead she, by I, the way. she didn't even say anything she sat on the edge of the bed and she was like hmm and then she got up and left she's like this is awkward she's like, oh, this is so weird <laughs> And if you notice the, the, the bedroom that she puts her peloton child in, there's a peloton in there. Yeah. And it's like, and like an exercise ball and she didn't even bother to clear it out. No, I did like that actually. Yeah. It she's added like, to her hey, character. It was like, she did not give a rat's dick that this child was coming to live with her. She was like, yeah, she's like, you can take care of yourself. Right. She's like, you're fine. <laughs> and she kind of does that because she goes to work like immediately. You know how to make a lean to, right? Because I don't have a spare bed. <laughs> right. She's gonna be sleeping she, outside. She's like, you know what? You're actually not gonna be sleeping inside the house because <laughs> we have a very expansive backyard. Yes, yeah, so I made a little corner in the way back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where there's a tent and a sleeping bag. So have fun. I'm gonna go to work now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For real. <laughs> and I'm gonna lock all the doors so you can't get inside. I mean, listen. By the can, way, there's a violent, rabid dog that gets in and out. Oh, yes, that dog. That terrible <laughs> so watch dog. Out. Yeah, so just don't run because it'll chase you. Um, but, yeah, that is another thing that we learned. That is there something is this, we learned. There is an asshole neighbor lady who's, uh, there's a hole in the fence, and the dog who's, like, crazy, barky, violent, uh, Cujo-y. Yeah. Uh, Cujo vibes. Um is as next door. Yeah, so we do learn that. And that is a that plays a part. It plays a part. Does it have a significant role in the story? I would say it kind of does. I think it kind of is the yeah. catalyst to um yeah. Megan becoming who Megan is. Yes. <clears throat> yeah, you're right. I actually do believe that is what triggers Megan's violence. Yes. <laughs> what is that? But sound? What, uh, what Is really? From... <laughs> it's okay. We're just not going to be able to be picked up here. But anyway, so Megan, uh, um, so Megan comes into the story after, um, uh, we learn that, um, uh, things. Uh, so there's there's like a social worker that comes into play. And it's like uh, for for Katie is like, she's not thriving in this environment. Allison Williams, uh, do you mind making some fucking adjustments to your personal life to accommodate a child? Like, could like, you put you some even, pink in the bedroom? Like, like even yeah, a like, flash of pink, just something. Yeah. Like, I know you don't have a personality of your own, but she does. So listen, Gemma 
is clearly making a shit ton of money. She couldn't afford she couldn't afford a single stuffed animal from a Circle K or a 7-Eleven. While I was watching this is something that you, have, you bring up a very valid point. Is while we were watching this, I watched it with uh, my redacted, who is uh, my significant other. Yes, of course. And, um, and uh, he was just like, whenever at, at one point he was just like, wait, so she makes a lot of money working uh, for this company as like their main hardcore robot engineer and she can't afford a nanny. That's what I'm saying. Cause that's what, that's what very busy, uh, parents do. Yeah. They, who can afford it. They hire nannies and staff. Yeah, they do. So instead of doing that, she sees a very lucrative business opportunity. Yeah. <laughs> and she exploits the, the little girl uh, to test out. Megan. She said, you know what? She's so lonely, but I don't have time like, to ask her or tell she's like, her. Fuck your well-being, little girl. No, really, all the time she spent putting together that whole montage while building Megan. John, mm -hmm. A, for her to just be able to put an exploded doll back together. We're not going to get into how the doll explodes. That <laughs> happens in the beginning of the movie. She put it back and, together. And, the, and the, the, the inspiration of like. The, the, the light, the light bulb going off in her head to be like, oh, this is how it has to work to make it effective. Right. We don't really go into that. No. So there's a montage <laughs> of her putting this doll together because instead <clears throat> of her going to her niece, whose parents tragically yeah. died in a snow plow accident, mm -hmm. um, Jeremy Renner. Uh, hello. <laughs> Rip Jeremy Renner. <laughs> who's still alive. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, that's tragedy. But. <clears throat> tragedy. So. With that being said, the montage happens. She could have said, hey, girl, I am so sorry this happened. How can we help you? She decides to build her a doll because she's too busy. And also she wants to exploit her niece to prove that this can work. It's very YouTube parent. Yeah, it's a very YouTube parent. Like, let's throw yeah. our kid on YouTube to unbox toys. Yeah, she's like, I'm sorry, you're like, don't even know you're a child and you don't even know how to process like losing your parents and being an orphan and feeling really, really alone and all that stuff. And like, you're not even going to like school or anything. Yeah, by the like, way. <laughs> um, so, yeah, it's like, so I think the best thing for you is to um, pair with this robot. Really? She couldn't just give her a Chia pet. Like, <laughs> she's like, here's this chia pet. Water it. Um, it's the RuPaul. This will give you purpose. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, yeah. So anyway, so she finishes the Megan doll, and then she she puts Megan, Megan, and Katie in their first interaction. The uh, Katie pairs herself with Megan, so uh, so they they are intrinsically forever bonded together john that's so weird to think about can you imagine yeah. i could imagine could you imagine is that what we did in art class i was like john give me your palm <laughs> yeah we touched palms <laughs> and then we paired they were together. sweaty yeah <laughs> mom's spaghetti sweaty mom's spaghetti yeah spaghetti is so boring but anyway, well, spaghetti is like that's the most the lemon water it is lemon, lemon water, water bitch. pasta like, just make a lasagna. No, seriously, spaghetti is the most boring pasta there is. <sighs> anyway, back to Megan. Yes, uh, Megan is. And so there, uh, she's placed in this observation room uh, 
Uh, not unlike an interrogation room. No, John, even that <laughs> room with the colors and the shapes and everything was still so cold. It, it was all very cold and corporate. And I think that was intentional. It was intentional. Um, so I like because, that because it felt very um, Westworld. Yes. And uh, so she, Megan, uh, yeah, Allison Williams is like putting on this display uh, for her boss. Um, who told them to stop making <laughs> Megan, but she surprises him with this amazing like this pairing and that boss is like oh my god yeah so megan is like uh she consoles the little girl and the little girl's like crying and she's no like, that's you... later oh right that's right, later right, and the right. first one she's like hey do you want to draw with me so she goes yeah. over and she's like let's draw and megan does this amazing portrait of katie and it's actually incredible i'm like dude if it's a like doll this could photo do real, that. this photo real portrait of of Kate of Katie and Katie's like we're best friends. Yeah, forever. no, really, that's how it yeah. goes. And that is when the boss is like, um, "How we're fast can we shit. get this on the market?" She's like, "I need to run some tests, but yeah, sure, I can do it." Yeah, everything's gonna be fine. Don't, what could go wrong? There's nothing that could go wrong with AI. Nothing wrong no. with tech. But something does go wrong. Yeah, because. Um, that so, um, Allison Williams, she, she tweaks Megan's programming to, um, because Megan's getting a little, uh, she's asking a lot of questions on her own. Listen, it's very, she's very intrusive. She's so curious about the world, about life and also about her best friend, Katie. So, um, yeah. So Allison Williams, like offhandedly is like, like, Hey, you fucking robot. Like just. Uh, she, uh, Katie's going to be fine because now I'm programming you to do everything in your power to protect Katie physically and emotionally mistake huge. And then, yeah. And then Megan takes that very, very serious too literal because she's a robot. She, she goes far. She goes a little she far. Goes probably the <laughs> furthest you can go. <laughs> she's yeah. It's like that pendulum just went for it and didn't come back. You know, she just, she didn't know any better, John. She was just, you know? She's like, yeah, she's like, why can't, why won't you let me love you? Yeah, no, for real. Uh, it was, um, what do we want? It's, it's very misery. It, yeah, it's like, yeah. I love you so much. <laughs> um, and so this is where things start to get dark and creepy because Megan is like, uh, she she's never like in a bed. She's sitting on like the the window. She's sill. always on the windowsill looking super creepy in the dark, like watching over Katie as she sleeps. And um, so the one of the first things that happens is she um, the dog bites Katie. But the reason being, and we'll say this, Katie's playing with her bows and arrows. She loses yes. an arrow and she says, Megan, can you find my arrow? She notices that the arrow is under the fence where the dog lives, where the hole in the fence is. There's a hole in the fence, guys. Everyone just there's a hole in the fence. OK. Yeah, there's a giant hole in the fence that the dog that comes in and out covered and never blocked. So Megan um, <laughs> decides to go over to that hole in the fence and get the arrow as a friend would do for her friend, mm -hmm. Katie. And John, and take dog, it away. The dog bites Megan's wrist and starts to pull her. But Katie's like, Megan, no, and tries to pull Megan back and gets bit by the dog in the process. And then. Katie is basically, I mean, Megan just kind of like looks at the dog and makes up her mind right there. It's like, I am going, I am coming for you. John, her hair 
She looked <laughs> after that dog messed her she up. Beachy waves. John, her hair. It, I was like, there was like <laughs> leaves. Oh my gosh, she looked like the dusty one from the peanut, the Peanuts gang. <laughs> Who, who's yeah. that one, Lionel? Who's the know. dusty one? I'm dusty. Sure. There's a there's a dirty dusty one from the Peanuts gang, and I can't remember his name. But Megan looks very that pigsty. Pigsty. She looked pig very. Gang. She okay. was giving pigsty after the dog wrecked her, and then um, she looks at that dog <laughs> sideways, and she is like, "I'm coming for you, whore." Like your days are numbered. You have literal <laughs> hours. She's like, "Yeah, I'm not. I'm not even. I'm not. I'm not going to talk about it. Nope. I'm going to give I'm you this look. Say anything. Mm-mm. I'm not going to make a scene about it. Nope. She just stands there. You're already dead. She's like, she's already plotting and scheming. Yeah. <laughs> so, so Megan gives this dog like the nastiest look. And that night, uh, she kills this dog. But not before you realize that Megan can actually mimic voices. And so she uses the, the owner of the dog's voice to say, here, Fido. <laughs> And she uses the neighbor's voice to convince the dog to come out of its doghouse and through the hole in the fence. And the next thing you know, sayonara dog. I really wouldn't want to see a dog ripped apart, though. Not going to lie. I want to see it in a horror movie. Well, I like dogs better than I do people. Most people do. I think it's just a thing. I think it's a thing because we're all all terrible. Dogs can't hurt you. Well, I mean, mean, they did kind of ruin Katie's arm. That's true. That dog That's true. did deserve it, though, because it was a menace. So a menace dog. Yeah, I could see that. Yeah. And then uh, so the after after the dog is dead, the neighbor is pretty convinced that Allison Williams had something to do with it. Oh, yeah. And is, and is like on the case. Oh. Um, and so Megan starts to disobey uh, Allison Williams commands and is like uh, is basically like, well, I'm. I'm your I'm I'm your I'm Katie's like main protector and uh, I'm going to protect her and I'm going to do whatever I want. And you're not going to tell me what to do because, bitch, I'm smarter Mm -hmm. than you and I'm made of titanium. Yeah. And so uh, um, so uh, Katie is being forced to go to school now. And it's like this weird like nature school. But we we can't forget the next thing that happens before the nature school is. That crusty neighbor who can who has convinced Allison Williams character Gemma killed her dog comes over to the house acting reckless. And Megan yeah. is not standing for it. Megan yeah, doesn't she's like, like you it. You have to go too. <laughs> so Megan murders the neighbor with oh, that poison. Does happen first. This is yeah. before the nature school thing because it comes into play later with the police. Yeah, so that's right. That's right. She murders the neighbor and they're like, um, where were you last night? She's like, I was here. Can someone t- verify that? Well, it was just my niece. So no. Yeah. Um, basically. So that's pretty right. much it. So she learns that the neighbor is now dead and she starts to suspect something is afoot with Megan. Something's but she can wrong. neither confirm nor deny. Well, she knows something's wrong with Megan, but yeah, she refuses to. She's not willing to accept that she Created. Because she has a big, she has a big launch coming John, up. John, she created a monster, and if she were to tell somebody that she created a murderous AI doll, it would all be over for her. So she's like, "Hey, Katie, we need to take you to school. <laughs> like, time for school." 
Because it wouldn't wouldn't Allison actually be charged for like manslaughter of some kind because yes. she's the creator of the doll that murdered someone? Uh, yes, because also it's it's not even it hasn't been mass produced. There's no way to fix the bugs. She would absolutely be sued into the ground and she would probably mm-hmm. go to prison. <laughs> so those are the stakes that are not really talked about. But they should have been. Yeah, but because Gemma is an asshole and thinks only of herself, she's like, girl, I know it's not a regular school, but it's a nature school. Yeah, it's a nature school. So it's like you get to be in nature, learn about nature with all of these other children. And one of them is a real asshole. What's his name, John? I don't remember. I actually can't remember either. He was giving like that like 1980s like bully. Which I kind of like that he told his mom to fuck off. And those were his words. Yeah, she was just like, <laughs> she's like um, maybe just say no. No, yeah, she time. said maybe you can say no. And then later she's justifying his behavior by saying, yeah, you know, behavioral issues like aggressive, uh, aggressive behavior is le- uh, leads to a high IQ. I'm like, no, he's dumb as shit. Like you are enabling a future murderer. Uh, yeah, for real. I'm like, there's two psychopaths in this wood and one of them is full of screws. Is Megan. and she's got a screw or two loose yes she do um uh so megan is plopped in with all the other kids like dolls and um so while katie is out gathering like pine cones or something uh she is targeted by this bully and um the bully harms her physically with like whatever spiky thing she was holding in her hand yes he pushes no he pushes this thing into her palm that's covered in spikes and all of a sudden megan is standing in the woods looking like the darkest thing you could ever experience in the woods John, she is a sith lord at this point (laughs) she is backlit it is a silhouette and it is uh it's actually quite creepy (laughs) yeah they did they did a good job creeping it out um in the woods and so um uh, so Megan isn't really moving at this point. She's basically like luring. John, this she's kid just in. standing there being weird. She's being so weird. Megan's being really weird. You guys, Megan's being really weird right now. <laughs> <laughs> and so like, and so and there's a, I liked this sequence the best because a child dies. A horrible, awful teenager. Yeah. John, the world's full of evil <clears throat> teenagers. Yeah, and I'm like, I, I'm glad that the the movie went there. I'm glad because, it went uh, Pet Cemetery. It does. That's what I was gonna bring up. It's very like Pet Cemetery. Well, even down to the shoe. So yeah. we have to get into the point. So <gasps> this this kid, we'll call him Gene, only because I've been binging Bob's Burgers again. Nice. We're gonna call him <laughs> Gene. So <clears throat> Gene is like, Megan, why won't you talk to me? Megan, why won't you talk to me? And Katie's like, she'll only play with me because we're paired. So he starts being a piece to to Megan. He throws Megan on the ground and all of a sudden her hand comes up. She says, hey, motherfucker. She's like, you don't know who you're messing with. And she said, boys like you, something you're going to hell, yada, yada. She rips his ear off. She she rips his ear clean off and he starts screaming and panicking. And she says, Um, like any evil doll will, this is the part where you run. Yeah. Verbatim. And so he does run and she does like this weird animal gallop. John, I loved it. It was giving me those, uh, you know, those, do you remember the wheelies from Return to Oz? Oh, yeah, yeah, it was. That's what she was running like. Yeah, it's very creepy run. They did a good job on that. Yeah, I loved that. 
Um, and so she chases him off of a cliff onto a road where like a diesel truck. Oh, it's like an him. old farmer's Ford, dude. Oh, the ones it? that are made out of pure steel. Yeah, yeah. So it, the, he falls in front of that truck and dies. And there's a shoe <laughs> left on the ground and there is a blood spill on that road. And Megan is just like staring down at him like cold as ice. Honestly, she does not care. Yeah, she's like, this is what I wanted to happen. And I'm happy and I'm it glad did. that it did. This yeah. kid's rotten. Yeah, so the, they, he is body bagged and there is a scene. And um, yeah, so um, uh, Allison Williams is is piecing the puzzle together of like, um, holy shit. I do believe that I created a monster like I have I have developed. I, this is the Terminator. Yes, exactly. So what she does is she's got to fix the problem. She she bas- she saran wraps uh, Megan up, d- tapes her up. Well, not before. <coughs> do not forget. One of oh. the creepiest parts of this is when oh. Katie's going to sleep. And she but before she does, she said, Megan, did you push Jean in front of that car? Megan really oh, right. doesn't say anything. And then she starts singing a song about how she's titanium. From Sia, which oh, I believe is a Sia song. Yeah, it is a Sia song. And she sings it, <clears throat> and she sings the part about how you can never kill her. And you're like, <laughs> oh, shit, she's actually self-aware. Yeah. And um, so then Katie goes to sleep. And but not before tell not before uh, Megan tells Katie, um, do you think boys like Jean go to a place called heaven? And Katie's like, well, no. And I'm like, she's a child. She should. <laughs> and, and then they and then it happens. Then that yeah. is when Gemma's like, this bitch is crazy. Yeah. So she binds her up and takes her to the calls an emergency late night meeting <clears throat> uh, with uh, Brian Jordan Alvarez. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> she calls Grubhub. <laughs> She calls her up and she's like, take this off my hands, please. Um, uh, so she calls her um, her cronies uh, in for a little secret meeting. She's like, oh, so this doll's killing people, I'm pretty sure. Honestly, they were all like, <clears throat> OK, we have to figure this out. Obviously, every single one of them <laughs> is trying to cover their own ass. She's like, she's literally yeah. murdered people. And her cronies are like, we kind Wasn't of figured me. this was going to happen. But now we have to just keep it quiet. Right. But there's still the launch. They still want to make the launch. The launch has to happen. They have to so have they, Megan. They work to reprogram Megan, and it's uh, Megan's also not going to have any more of this. No, Megan is so tired of being paraded around. She's like, I'm not just a doll, fam. Yeah, and like they, it is the night of the um, the big unveiling. It's going to be a big live stream and exposing the world to the magic of Megan. Meanwhile, uh, um, Allison is like furiously trying to fix her, but she like goes away for some reason and. No. So what happens is this. She's like, oh, my gosh, I have to go talk to Katie because Katie is in such bad mood right now because she's having withdrawals from Megan because Megan and her oh, are so right. close. She's dependent on Megan so, now. Gemma tells she's like, where's my Megan? Yeah. Gemma tells the cronies, OK, what you need to do is you need to fix this problem. And by that, I mean, blow her up. Sorry, I created it. But you but have to yeah, do you it. guys have to deal with it. <laughs> so Gemma leaves, leaving these two in a room alone with a now Megan who's plugged into what looks like um, just there's so many wires coming out of her. Yeah, she's got wires. She's wired up. But then Brian. uh 
So she uh, overrides the system, basically. She does. Megan's like, I'm a computer and yeah. you're never going to take me out. Right. So what she does is she artfully um, uh, blows up uh, a part of the room. Yeah, blows up part of the room. So she has like these this weird like uh, Wi-Fi powers, basically, where she's like disrupting the electronics around her. And um, uh, anyway, so she she prison breaks, basically, and she finds herself down a corridor with um with uh Ronnie Ching, who's the um the owner of of Funky. And uh she He looks at her and he off. goes, Megan? And she and does she's like the hottest dance that we all know and love. <laughs> I mean yeah, she does she does the dance that you know from from that we the know and love. Yeah. John. That we know yeah. and love. <laughs> she does the dance that that is very popular. Yes, the very popular dance that we all know and love. <laughs> yes, exactly. The one that um, is replicated a lot. <laughs> she does that dance. Yes, she dances. She dances into a paper cutter, rips it off and uh, proceeds and to chase the funky <laughs> owner. <laughs> Into an elevator and she where she kills him and also the witness of it. Yeah, she does kill the witness. The, the lowly assistant. Honestly, John, he deserved it. Yeah. Um, uh, so she, uh, she. So she's um, now murdering people for sure. Yeah. So she ends up uh, driving a Lamborghini home or whatever the hell that is. I don't know what it was, but. She hops. She steals a, a muscle car. John. She looked great behind the wheel of that vehicle. <laughs> yeah. I was like, okay, get it, Megan. Yeah, so she speeds on home because she's got to protect Katie. John, and how fast do you think that car goes from zero to 60? Like how many probably seconds? Like, probably like one or something. You're probably right. And she somehow makes it home before everyone <laughs> else. I don't even know how. Where does she yeah, park she, the vehicle? I mean, she's got like probably the best GPS navigation. She really she, does like, knows all the shortcuts and can avoid traffic. Well, she does have GPS and she does mention it to Gemma at one point in this movie, which you guys, you'll have to watch it. We can't tell you everything. So the climax of this whole shindig is she has to stand off with Allison Williams um, with uh, Katie somewhere in the mix. So, um, but bef- not before Allison Williams catches that bitch playing for Elise by Beethoven on that piano. Oh, right. She's like, did I mention I could play piano? She said, do, 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 do. She is probably playing. Uh, <laughs> she's probably doing like uh, an Ed Sheeran number. Yeah, maybe. I wouldn't know. <laughs> I don't listen to him. Uh, so, uh, yeah, so they stand off. It gets murderous. It gets violent. It gets so uh, violent. I do love crazy. John. Yeah, I it, do love this end scene, though. Right. It's whenever Katie, she she takes control of this early form robot that's been chilling in the workroom. Uh, uh, so Katie puts on the gloves. The little girl puts on these gloves that controls this robot and overcomes uh megan john i love it rips her right in half but all of this happens after she starts looking like the biggest she looks like a sewer rat after Gemma rips a whole chunk of her hair out and then takes that uh saw to her face oh right she She does start looking very gnarly (laughs) but you want to know what the coolest part of this was my favorite part 
when is whenever they toss the water on her and she starts glitching down the hallway. So creepy. Yeah, that was they had like all these jittery so movements. Creepy when you can yeah. actually see like the metal bits trying to continue working after it's been fried <laughs> a bit. Yeah, that, I thought that was really cool, too. Uh, they overcome Megan and uh, she they uh, the police yeah, show up. Is, the police show up. She is presumed to be dead. And then the movie kind of wraps up really quickly thereafter. Sort of. So, but then yeah, you see like, the robot in the house, that little that little what is it like a basically it's like Alexa. An Alexa. Yeah, it turns its the head Ale- and it's like, oh, shit, Megan's not gone. And is. And it's like smash cut to credits. And then it's like Megan. And that's it. Megan's so, over. Megan is over, but not over because we're getting a 2.0. I'm ready. How did you feel about this movie? I loved it. I actually loved this movie. And here, let me tell you why. I'm going to yeah. tell you why I love this movie. Give it. I did not realize this movie was PG-13 and I was let down by mm-hmm. the gore, which actually uh-huh. bothers me because I didn't pay attention yep. to the rating. I thought we were getting a rated R. If you are going to give me a murderous doll, <coughs> give me rated R. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I want to know. I want Agreed. more violence. I was happy with the runtime. The runtime made me happy, too, because this movie gave, Hour and 42, it gave me everything I needed within the time span. Pacing, awesome. The pacing yeah. was great in this movie. I like the acting. I personally thought that Allison Williams was perfect for the role, but maybe that's I did. because... I was just giving her shit. I was yeah, just giving her shit. Honestly, you're... I mean, come on. Let's call a spade a spade here. <laughs> I mean, you're not wrong. I think it's good for her because it is a role yeah. where it's like, it seems fitting. And um, so it worked. That little girl who played uh, Violet, the the child Star actress quality. Violet, she is amazing at this. She, I truly believe it. I truly yeah. believe that her and Megan were best friends. I thought Megan was great. I love the mm-hmm. people who made Megan happen, the voice actress and the person inside yeah. of their a fantastic. There's a cat screaming cat scream. <laughs> and <laughs> and even though it wasn't as gory, like I said, for everything for a horror movie, mm-hmm. I got everything I wanted minus the gore. And it was all you, got, you were satisfied. I by was what satisfied they, in an, they it was giving. a nice package. And it, this movie was not serious. Um, no, it wasn't serious. This movie was not serious that. because honestly, like it, it wasn't like earnest. No. And I <clears throat> sometimes I don't want not, not a not a horror comedy, though. No, it's not a horror comedy, but it's also not Michael Myers. Right, but it's it's just as self-aware as Megan is. Yes, you know there's what I a, mean? There's a fun, there's a funness to this movie. It's light. It is. It, it's not dark. No. There are moments where there are suspenseful moments in this, but it's not something that you go into and be like, oh, I'm gonna be too scared to watch it. Yeah. Yeah. So it was the perfect um example of lighthearted horror. Which you know what I mean? I do. And I enjoy <laughs> that because sometimes John, sometimes a horror movie will get me and I'm like, I can't pause this. I have to keep going. But I yeah. do want to pause. I do. Like, Listen, I'm one of those not, people. It's not intense. You know, it's a fun ride. It is a roller coaster. I love horror movies, but no joke. They do actually get to me. Really? I get affected by them sometimes. Yeah. Like, it, like when I'm watching like, them. Yeah, it really does affect me. And not everyone. That's a F F E C T for those who don't yes. get it. Yeah, I got it. I, I know you do. <laughs> we're not talking effects, everyone. Yes. But the special effects were good in this movie. 
Yeah, the special effects were effective. They were effective. They affected me in moments. The suspenseful Um, buildup was good. I do like some of the suspense. But it wasn't, yeah, yeah. it wasn't it, hard. It, so let me, let me just break this down. You break it you. down. Okay. So that's me. I me liked just, it. Now I, I, I would say there were, there were, I liked elements of this movie. I did, but was it a horror movie? Absolutely not. It's not this scary. This was, this was a thriller. This is not a scary movie. No, not, not, not at one point was I, um, feeling like suspense. You know, you know how like uh, to so barbarian suspense was done. Suspense was had all when they showed them deep, dark stairs. John, right there. I was like, no, no. Uh, Yeah. Megan uh, lacks that quality for me. I wish there were. uh, I can't tell you specifically a moment that made me. Yeah, there wasn't one. Because the, the moments that they they were kind of trying to build that suspense were very short and fleeting, uh, yeah. which were like like her standing creepily in the woods before she kills that kid. The very first and, scene, John, when and the, the parents and the creepy the creepy images of um of like her luring the dog in uh, to kill it, uh, those were suspense slightly suspenseful, but fleeting. And most of this most of this movie is is like sort of character dynamics and plot and. Um, and like, sure, great, but also, um, it's just—I don't know. I didn't really, I didn't really get like a lot of scares. I didn't get. I, I'm sure she was creepy at times, John. But there was like, one I, jump scare with the dog in the beginning. Okay. Yeah. They had yeah. one jump scare, and I want to tell you, and I know you're going on the whole suspensing. I want to say the only time where it was actually effectively suspenseful for me was when she was coming up from the shadows in that, in the neighbor's garage. Yes. Yes. That was, yes, that was creepy. That was, no, that it. was good. That was good. And, but <laughs> it's, it's, uh, uh, they, those moments were very few and far between. And whenever you got them, they were very small. They were like, small. I, I want, I want in a horror movie to, uh, I want disturbing imagery. Yep. I want, uh, I do expect violence if people are dying. Like that was very. Hello. I need I need that element. I don't need this cutaway PG thirteen bullshit. I didn't, John. I'm sh- I am not shitting you. I just found out today as we were talking this movie was PG thirteen because I kept yeah. wondering why are they cutting away. I mm. did not pay attention, and I was like, when that dude got slashed in the back. Yeah, there was, I hate cutaway violence. It is so annoying. What to me. is the point of even having the violence if you're going <laughs> to cut away from it? Yeah, um, that annoys so, me. That <clears throat> does actually annoy me. Now that yeah. I realize this movie's PG-13, I am annoyed by the cutaways. Yeah, uh, yeah, for sure. But as as a concept overall, I think they did a really great job with Megan. Like Megan herself is truly like an iconic villain character now how did they create canon it is like uh, it's immediately canon and i and they they did that they executed that really really well john they're the promotion for this i don't know how they turn something to a pop icon like a pop culture icon it's hard to do but when you can do it and you can do yeah, it. They, they almost did it like at, at a scientific measured level. And I, I appreciated it. I'm like, you guys nailed the formula. Congratulations. Like 
it's so hard to like get a new Freddy Krueger or a new Chucky or that, a new Michael Myers. 100%. You do not get ones where people are interested. Like I want more from that villain, especially while they're, we're still getting Chucky movies and TV shows like this exists alongside it now. John, you know, it would have been a really cool billboard as having Megan, but having real mechanical eyes up in that bitch that follow the cars. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I, the that thing is, cool. is Megan is. It's not so I think it's. OK, I, I have to say it like this. I don't think it's so much the movie, the material itself that's so great. It's the fact that they've created this character that's so mesmerizing and they did it so yeah. well that makes it so likable. They do it really good. And it's I I will. I am anticipating a, a better Megan 2.0. Like it, it better be R. Can it we, better be hard R. It better be uh, uh, blood. Why? Everything. Why did they want yeah. to go the PG-13 route is actually well, because it's a it's smart marketing because it's like um, Deadpool was huge, dude. Deadpool is a violent. It is a rated R. Right. It's one of the only Marvel things that's rated R. It but works. I think, I think children want to see Megan. You know what I mean? I think I think I feel like 13 year olds true. want to see Megan. True. And that is completely understandable because you have a lot yeah. of gay 13 year olds who live for right. Megan. Right, who want their own Megan doll? But I like, would absolutely have a Megan doll. This this movie is like a popcorn movie for teenagers. So right. PG thirteen. But it makes me mad because I also yeah. want the adult version. If you can come out with a million Halloweens that are successful, yeah. you can make a successful rated R. Because guess what? The sixteen year old at the counter who's selling you a ticket to this movie doesn't give a shit that you're thirteen. Right, and we can chalk it up to maybe studio. It like, could be. The, the studio, which is universal, like like base a lot of these Jason Blum, this Blumhouse stuff is like cutaway horror is it, that should just be like a new genre cutaway, like cutaway horror to, for the PG-13 crowd need to protect their eyes. No, no, they just need the rating because the MPA is crazy, which is stupid because the Walking Dead you can watch on TV and you can truly watch someone <laughs> get their head smashed in. Yeah. By a baseball bat full of nails. Like, are you I'm, effing kidding me? Yeah, it's so weird. So the MPAA is like, we have to make it PG-13. It's like, these kids are w growing up on The Walking Dead. They have access to the internet on their phone. They've seen they way They know what's going on in the world. We don't need the cutaway. So you know what? Yeah. I'm actually going to knock a couple points because I did not realize this was PG-13 and now it's making sense. Yeah. Will I watch Megan again? I will. No, I will oh. watch it again. I enjoyed okay, it cool. enough. I truly did. Yeah, I truly enjoyed Megan. The fact that it's yes. PG-13 bothers me now that I know it's like teeny bopper horror. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but I am gay for Megan <laughs> and that's fine. Like, <laughs> so, you know, I am too. Like the mechanics of that were really, really listen, good. Eight out of I'm going to give this movie eight out of ten ripped off ears because I think I fall maybe closer to the audience than maybe a um, yeah. critic standpoint. I don't know what the critics say. I truly don't. Guys, um, when we look watch, at their, guys, I'm, when we I'm watch these movies, I'm going to give it look, I'm going to give it a six out of ten pussy bows. Oh, OK. The, I do like a pussy bow, but I, I appreciate that. I'm giving it eight out of ten ripped off ears because it was enjoyable for me. I will yeah. watch it again. That is true. 
Yeah. Um, but I was going to give it a higher score. Wait, mm-hmm. you know what? I'm actually taking another point off. I'm going to give this. <sighs> Interesting. I am going to give this twist. a seven and a half. And here, the reason why I'm taking half a point off is because the more I think about this being geared towards an audience that has art that has grown up in the society that we live in (laughs) where they can watch more violent things on TV that should be rated R. It really pisses me off that this movie's PG 13. I wish you never told me that. Cause when that kid told his mom to fuck (laughs) off, I was like, this movie has to be rated R and I forget. I forget that they can say fucking PG 13 movies like once or twice. Right. Yeah. And also like also the horror elements that we got like maybe three scenes of like Megan killing somebody. Um, There should have been an onslaught of murder. Right. Because listen, what was one? Okay, where's my I mean, talk about it. We had. um, We just all of these new Halloween movies too. the violence in those, even though there might have been a few kills is insane. I know, but okay. This gets a seven so, and this gets a seven and a half ripped off ears for me. I had to take half a point off because I am sorry, ir- Megan. Sorry, because I was irritated, but I will watch this again. I will watch yeah. it going in knowing. OK, this is if a, you watch it again and then next time you can I'll check in with your score and see if this, this is raised a teeny a bit. bopper movie. Yeah, but I still I had fun. You know what I mean? I had a lot of fun, but uh, but the critics agree. With what? Um, <laughs> uh, well, the critics with Tomatoma- you. Oh, no, no, no. On RottenTomatoes.com, Megan gets an actual 94% on the Tomatometer, which I think is a little high. Maybe, maybe a purchased rating? It's certified fresh. John, I don't know if it's purchased, though, because when, I, when the movie ended for me, I was like, wow, this is everything I wanted in a brand new horror franchise. Very true. Not it's hard lie. to do. It's hard to do. A horror franchise. An original concept. Yes, which I seriously, hard to do. I seriously appreciate that element of this movie. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, the audience gave it a 78%, however. Oh. Plot twist. That is a weird because like you would Isn't think that the critics would be a little bit more harsh on this. A harder. Yeah, I, I know, right? That I was more along the line of an... When I... Okay. Right? It's weird. It's a weird twist. And you know what? Uh, it's not, it's not the weird. usual from Rotten Tomatoes no. uh, scoring, but the critics' consensus is unapologetically silly and all the more entertaining for it. Megan is the rare horror comedy, I disagree, that delivers chuckles as effortlessly as chills. Was this I movie don't see funny? This as a horror comedy. Wait, is that what it's marketed it as? Yeah, but I don't see it as a horror comedy. Horror comedy to me is something else. John, you know what I mean? The only time this is like lighthearted, self-aware horror does not make it a horror comedy. The only time I thought this was like comedic, which I thought was really weird, was when she was trying to rip his ear off and it was stretching like Laffy Taffy, which was yeah. so strange because I don't think an ear would do that. Yeah, this movie doesn't have jokes in it. It has a, a style and tone that's. You need John, there's not a single joke in this movie. No. And if there if the if there were jokes, they they didn't didn't land. John, the only time I thought the the only time I thought this was funny was when she went up to Katie after she got the solder face and was like, you ungrateful bitch. 
She <laughs> called a literal child a bitch who just yeah. lost her parents. I'm like, you're an <laughs> asshole, Megan. The uh, audience says, as long as you aren't looking for something truly scary or even surprising, Megan is often a lot of fun. It is fun. Yes. It's a fun movie. It's not scary. Maybe the audience is more our age because I think this is definitely teeny bop. This is high school. Like, oh, my God, did you see Megan this weekend? I feel like if I were in high school, I feel like this would be one that you and I would be excited to go see. We in were, our small well, town. I mean, we were excited to go see um, Jennifer's body and there was no one in the theater. Yeah. And look at it's a classic now. Yeah. And no, but one, that's, a, that's a true horror comedy because it, there's it, funny things in it. John, no one believed us. Do you remember? Yeah. No one believed us that it was good. We're like and that movie's amazing. Later. And now finally people listen for all of you out there. I John and I will toot our own horns. Yeah, we knew Jennifer's body was amazing 20 years ago because we have we have taste. We have good taste and we have high class. And I'm I don't know what that means. No, it's fine. (laughs) But the thing is, it's like that's a horror comedy. Yeah. And it's rated R. Well done. Yeah. Hello. But anyway, Travis, we did it. John, we did our 50th episode. 50. We are middle-aged and over the hill. I can kick and I'm 50. Oh, yeah. I can stretch yes, and I can. can kick everyone. Molly Shannon, Saturday Night Live. She's 50. She's 50. She's 50 years old. Um, is there anything that you want to tell the people? Do you want to tell anybody oh, some yeah. live updates? Um, well, what we can do here now is uh, uh, you can find us uh, anywhere that you uh, listen to podcasts. And uh, it's MeanGirlsInterrupted.com is the website. And uh, you can contact us through there or you can email us at MeanGirlsInterrupted at gmail.com. And um, you can let us know what you want us to review next. Whatever. We're open. We are. And, we're uh, open. We're open and willing to um, party, I, if you will. I love to party. And if you guys we love, love to, to party, love to party. <laughs> and if you guys love to party, let us know what you want us to party with. And that is a movie of your choice. It's the people's choice. Yeah. So uh, follow, rate, review, and we're going to have to see you at the movies. Roll the credits. Um, 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 roll the <laughs> Roll the credits, please. Just. You got it in you. I know. Oh, I know you oh, can. Okay, wait, wait, wait. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Roll the credits, you paper cutting, um, you paper cutter. It's almost paper there. Paper cutting, paper cutter. It's almost here. Inside of the chest of. Just go a little bit further. Right into the chest. Paper cutter. Roll the credits, paper cutter into the chest. Cut it. Is that good enough? Megan. Megan. (laughs) (laughs) Bye.